Hey, what is up, fellas? Welcome to this short episode of Alpha Loy Podcast. So, I I originally d- didn't have any plan of recording an episode today, but I was thinking about an interesting topic. So, I just brainstormed a little bit about it. So, I thought, why not make a podcast so that I can communicate with you guys as well? Okay. So, recently I've been working a lot in industrial Internet of Things domain. So as you all would have known industrial internet of things is a it's a it has its own set of delicacies so it's almost like a different cookies altogether so it's generally a different flavor than the IoT world so you don't just have a few embedded sensors and few microcontrollers where you connect everything and basically repeat everything so it's not a same rinse and repeat as iot so people may say still you are doing the same but fundamentally iot is primarily different from internet of things trust me on that because the types of sensors and the types of controllers which we use in industrial iot is completely different so you can say that even if i replace it the data transport layer everything is similar yeah that may be right but you have to write your own interface to tap and feed and get the information and put it in your data lake so let's get started so as i alluded earlier in iot one of the most challenging aspects is having all the data in one consolidated place and process them parallelly with that in mind there are a lot of distributed protocols out there in market which can handle this very well but that being said right we have to also address well when dealing with large amount of data we can only build a system or build a web application or a web interface which will be the primary presentation layer for the users so listen nowadays companies can come and tell me i have a very good erp solution we have built this particular product so blah 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 and then they can sell it off to you and then you will have a lot of dashboards with a lot of metrics some of the metrics is never of relevant to you but still you will get all the data or you will hire a consultant who will build a dashboard for you and he will deploy it based on your needs or even you can have your own in-house team who can edit and make those changes but doesn't matter but the thing which you have to remember here is no matter how you optimize and how effectively you display everything you are still using a system okay you are still making the web interface you are still making the user to sit in front of his laptop or a pc and see everything automatically you have to realize one thing right so consumers experience matters so being a consumer or customer centric organization we tend to only think about the end product so if we have a business analytics dashboard the executives will not complain they will be happy to see it in their laptop they will be happy to see presentations and slides but when you are building a predictive maintenance solutions right you can't build it in a dashboard and i mean i will i will explain why i'm telling you can't display it in a dashboard i'm very sorry you can't just have a web interface and ask the day to day workers to come and see it's not his duty it's actually an additional step for him why the hell should he directly come and enter his credentials log into the erp validate himself authentication is good but why should he do it in an additional medium i feel that the entire computer system or the computer interface or laptop is completely unnecessary here we can 
definitely eliminate the step if we build a product which is employee centric as well right so predictive maintenance application should be employee centric that's what the point or that's what the message i wanted to convey to you guys so think about it is there a way for us to make it employee centric business analytics is a whole different thing i'm completely fine if if you are a consultant is coming and building great dashboards for you so that you can view different results you can query on multiple key performance indicator and visualize it in your dashboard that's fine but as a day to day job floor worker i'm i'm pretty much interested in knowing if my device is going to fail now i wanted to see it in a non intrusive way i wanted to see it as an extension of myself i don't want anything so i don't want to have a layer in between where literally i have to validate myself there and try to communicate and get the information i have to communicate with the machine in a seamless way in a non intrusive way in a non invasive way how how can that be possible there is a way it's already been being done by a lot of big companies as well but still it's one of the most underrated things which i see happening in the smart factories and whatever is happening there i am alluding to augmented reality guys the cat is out of the bag now right so in future for god's sake if any company or any consultant is proposing a predictive maintenance solution which the software employee is going to use please build it in ar realm so you you can have an application or you can have a smartwatch there are wearables there are everything which is happening around the world so as an industrial worker you can do authentication with the worker smartphone or if he is having a smartwatch or if he is having a google glass sort of thing you can do everything but the point here is he shouldn't do the validation part or he shouldn't try to communicate with the device to communicate with the device that step should be gone so he should literally see the device in its bare naked form he should see if if it's properly functioning he should see if it's producing the required number of units he should see if an heating is happening so he should be able to see all the metrics in real time using ar so think about it ar is a mature industry now right it's a shame that so we are still not leveraging it to the better extent so from 2012 ar is dominating the market remember google glass it had all the all the hype of the world behind google behind it because google put the marketing budget even before the industry is mature it released it in the consumer segment so making a big bet and getting into consumer segment is a very very commendable thing but it's not an ideal way but google realized it in a hard way but they they put their learnings into use and they realized and they manufactured google glass enterprise right how many of you know it you all know that google glass was a failure they removed it but google glass enterprise is not it's actually a good revenue maker so google is one such company who who consistently learn and experiment and fail and then they won't repeat the same thing so they will find out the drawbacks and they will see they they found that the pro, the right market fit is only in the enterprise end. so they leveraged it and good for them man so they are making good waves now but still right now me being in germany i can pretty much say all the predictive maintenance people and all the predictive maintenance which is happening in actual factories it's not been done by ar so bosch is an exception i would say and bmw is an exception so bmw is leveraging ar to have its field technicians or service maintainers to come and operate everything without any assistance so they are actually making an uh, an enhanced assistive expert approach so people can directly come and 
repair everything without being actually there so that is a good way good job bmw and also bosch is actually using a google glass of setup where a technician can get experts help and try to solve a prank or try to solve a problem so bosch rexroth and bmw are an exception but what about others there are a lot of medium enterprises who who rely heavily on manufacturing predictive analytics or predictive maintenance is very vital here it's not just about the algorithm it's about the experience as a whole so what happens is this is a situation dynamo guys so i'm going to uh, i'm going to mention a concept about game theory here okay so generally people in this domain right they are all not a white collared worker they are they don't have fancy university degrees they are not phd researchers so they don't know all the fancy algorithms or how the prediction methodology is working they don't know all those stuff but what they know is they can directly go and they can ensure that the asset is properly manufacturing pro- properly functioning and all other stuff so they are the end product are the end users here so like i alluded right when you have all those fancy algorithms and the fancy stuff which is consistently monitoring the device they generally have the fear that technology might one day replace us because it's already automatically figuring out if it's going to break down or not and then what if if it's actually automatically it can repair itself so without even the assistance of a service worker right or the shop floor guy who is actually coming to repair it what if if the robot using a setup of collaborative robot or cobot automatically repairs itself so there is there might not be an a uh, technician in future so they people are actually working with the uncertainty or a doubt that something some magic is happening behind us and what, we might one day be completely be replaced by these technologies because they are not able to feel or they can't relate it in a much personal level so the experience is not there it's almost like a black box for them black boxes are good but it is not always good so if you are building a product for a consumer centric solutions customers didn't care customers wanted to be done so if you are building a sas product where you are building a machine learning as a service model you can expect to build a model and leave out all the details and just give them an interface they just implement it and then boom they they got the result they will be completely happy and they will buy you and they will pay you as long as one they will write fat checks for you but that's not the same case here here we are dealing with people people who are scared of losing their jobs so they wanted to know that this is actually not an invasive method so they are in safe so the only way for them to realize and feel not feel threatened is to keep them give them a personalized experience with it so that's where the ar comes into picture so when people are actually using ar and they are able to see in a non intrusive way it's actually enhancing them the machine is actually trying to augment their perceptions it's actually trying to make them work better when they realize that it's actually aiding them and freeing them off with extra burden right so if it's actually giving them when he is just walking around with a smart glass on or with a smart watch on if it's telling them that this device is actually heating up he may do some corrective actions automatically that will augment his work so that he doesn't work more hours when he is winning time and when he is actually getting benefited then more and more employees will will feel empowered and they will try to work for i mean definitely that's a whole different ball game right they will they will be more invested in the game so 
think about it guys so you have to ensure that you have a proper transition phase this is like a proper transition phase so we had all the big technology breakdown and then few startups were actually built around it so that's the start of the revolution and slowly the model gets matured and it's getting embraced by big enterprises and then comes the biggest challenge the transition phase for employees a lot of companies right i'm saying not lot almost all the companies they are very good in starting off the trend maturing it and building products around it everything is good but they are always weak in dealing with people even companies like google are plagued by a lot of problems that's the reason because they don't consider their employees welfare into consideration they doesn't care because they wanted to build products and they have to just win in the market so just think about it how many companies are having proper predictive maintenance through wearables or how many are giving the actual non invasive experience this should be the norm going forward or else there will be articles written about jobs getting dispatched or people will feel threatened to come to their workplace all these blue collar workers will definitely go for a big strike expect things to go crazy they will feel that or they will feel always in threat so all these scenarios will only be avoided when we have a proper strategy in place and that is try to empower your people using different mechanism and i feel that using ar as a launch pad will definitely serve the purpose okay so this was something which i wanted to get out from my chest because a lot of big companies are getting this wrong but now let me get into specific of why exactly i feel that ar in shop floor will be definitely having the impact which i'm implying that it would okay look there are almost seven different pillars where ar will be helped in smart factories or in digital factories per se right so they are in service sector so for example you have lot of manuals and instructions you have service inspection and then remote expert guidance all these things can be taken care with ar so let's say if you are walking into a factory right you don't know what is the exact safety procedures automatically you are having a smart glass or you are using your phone and you are seeing and then you are able to see that okay i have to switch switch on this i have to ensure all the checks are in place and then only i have to power this device before even switching on the device the device will warn me i will get to know all these things and then in, there is this pillar of manufacturing we have quality assurance we have proper assembly instruction and then we have performance dashboards those dashboards won't appear statistically in a screen it will just pop up in an iron man fashion so just like that from your watch you tap on it and then boom you will have a proper real time dashboard i wanted that experience it's already possible with the current technology it's only a matter of time these guys pick up it's just a small transition which they have to do and then you have this pillar of sales and marketing right so this is for business analytic business purpose as well so the leaders or executives they can see the product displays and demos they can have augmented advertising so if if you have a retail store you can have a lot of innovative ways to sell your products and get the eyeballs of customers who are passing or pass pass who are passing by and then there is another important pillar okay so this is almost an underrated one it's design remember enterprises and especially people who are working in job floors they tend to work in silos there is they might come and have a discussion in a water near a water cooler 
or in the cafeteria or during lunch break and stuff like that but imagine when you have ar right so automatically when you are discussing it you can actually bring the design or when you can bring the dashboard of your device which you are working on and try to give an explanation and he can just change the production prototype and he can change the digital twin and he can give a suggestion so this will definitely improve employees collaborations so they might try to spend time with each other more and build great solutions of i mean around it so design is a very underrated aspect here and then we have operations so remember you are actually automating all the industrial process here so you, let's say you have a remote control like setup switch on the robot switch off the robot bring it from this carton to this carton and then control everything all these things can be done with ar without a push of button just like in a natural intuitive way and then again like i alluded earlier you can do job specific training so training is another another pillar which is sort of in a matured phase now because lot of organizations are using ar for training and then they are using it for service that is completely done but design operations and manufacturing is completely not taken into consideration so that's why i'm telling you push push for getting ar in all these domains as well so when you use all the when you completely onboard ar into your soft floor right you will definitely witness all these benefits which i'm going to talk about now you will see that there is efficient product design and development there is of course better safety training and then your speed of assembly will be improved and then the hands on processes will be optimized and you will have a definite streamlined logistics and proper planning and then the entire process automation will happen and then quality assurance and inspection will be on par with very high inspection standards and then you are improved and then there will be a proper improved maintenance level so you will attain a very high certification from all the industrial bodies and then you will definitely have an extreme remote support so think about all these things so next time when you as a consultant or when you as a startup who wanted to build or when you are working anything in predictive maintenance which is going to empower job floor or shop floor employees please incorporate ar it's no more yeah if it's if it's there it's nice it's it's a must have so please incorporate it that's almost the end of the episode here so this is the point which i wanted to convey across so embrace ar to the core and let's make the change happen thank you for listening folks peace